What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's hitting the high notes, Jazz Talk. It is I. I am here. Um, uh, you can find me on the Twitterverse and the IG. At, that is at Hootran Superman. That's H-U-U-T-R-E-N Superman. It is I, Hootran, uh, here with another uh, another great episode. We're here. We're excited. Uh, the Utah Jazz, we're recording on the night the Jazz beat the Bulls by like 58 points or whatever. Uh, you know, Jared, uh, go to the 49ers here with me. Jared Barker, how does it feel to finally avenge that 1998 loss to my Jordan and the Bulls. I mean, it feels good, man. Uh, Bulls haven't been good since they traded Jimmy Butler, but you know, it's every time you beat them, it still feels great. Are the Bulls a playoff team? Um, I'll look at that right now. Yeah, they're like an eighth seed, but you know, they're a play-in playoff team. So yeah, I mean, they 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 got they got Zach Zach Levine. I always call him Zach Levine for my own spelling purposes, but Zach Levine. <laughs> um, uh, you know, Laurie Markinen. Um. Yeah, they're a team in transition. Like they're they're not an awful team, but man, as long as they keep Zach, I think they'll probably stay in the playoff mix. It just feels like um, building around Zach has been a problem for them. Yeah, and, and uh, future Jazz superstar Otto Porter Jr. over there. So, mm. um, we are uh, very excited. Um, uh, we had to um, uh, block um, uh, the Dragon Squatch from this podcast. Don't worry. Um, uh, <laughs> but we bring on. Uh, we're bringing on with a bad English. We're bringing on um, uh, Tiffany with double E's. Um, uh, what's up, Tiffany? Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Uh, you go. Well, no, thank you. Um, uh, I, I this sort of um, uh, came from a tweet that you put out there, like I should start a podcast. And I and trust me, Tiffany, I'm a part of like four podcasts and possibly starting. Well, not possibly. We're it's getting pretty close. Another. You're Tiffany producing a are, fifth, right? Yeah, uh, Tiffany. Another Tiffany and I are starting a different podcast as well. So I mean, um, wow. so if you want I to, I didn't talk realize about, you were up to five. You were up to five. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, I actually recorded one for uh, Sports Beat After Hours. Oh, uh, with um, uh, the great Hema Hemuli. So I'm gonna uh, watch that drop too. So oh, that's um, cool. I know I big Hema, time man. now. That's gonna be fun. Very so cool. Tiff- so Tiffany, I was you. Like, wow. uh, um, I, I don't want to put a lot of pressure on you. I, I will say something that uh, back in the the early days of the high notes. I had a uh, real McCoy come on uh, as a guest and lo and behold, a few um, uh, weeks later, uh, she has the most popular jazz. Uh, she, she started the most popular jazz um, uh, podcast uh, in the history of jazz podcast, the jazz gals. So <laughs> yeah, that's very true. It's, it's, it's a great podcast. I mean, you guys have a wonderful podcast as well. Um, but I think, I think it's awesome how, how many jazz podcasts there are. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think it's a, you know, kind of a, a competition thing. It seems to me like it's very much like, you know, everybody who's involved with these podcasts are, are friendly. Uh, you know, everybody just wants the podcast to do well. So I think it's a great yeah. community. Uh, yeah, we're, we're just, we're, um, uh, we're, we're, we are um, uh, just trying to, um, uh, as, as actually, um, uh, Logan and I were texting about this the other day and Logan said, um, uh, we want David Locke to hear our footsteps. So, uh, <laughs> Ooh, look out, David. <laughs> yeah, come, come go out to the big dogs, you know. Um, so, Tiffany, welcome. Uh, you know, we were, like I said, we were, were coming fresh off the heels of a jazz win, uh, which is felt much needed um, in, a, in a very weird year where the jazz um, have been super hot. And um, so to my bosses who might listen, um, I am not a hardcore drug user or anything, but I feel like jazz fans, me included, have been on this huge high. 
that all of a sudden the drug stopped working or like we built a tolerance and then we hit these like really rock bottom lows uh, the last couple of weeks uh, with yep. the five and five streak. Um, and today was like, oh, you know, we took another pill or shot or whatever, another, whatever. Another hit, yes. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Whatever <laughs> hit. Um, uh, whatever hit of a, whatever it is. And boy, that high is back, right? It's We're on back. The upper man We're on the uppers again. It's uh, awesome. It feels good. It, it feels feels good. It feels good. It, it just feels right. It feels like the 2021 season again. <laughs> feels right, Brian. It does. Um, Tiffany. Uh, so we do this on on the the high notes here. Uh, what is your like? So I, I call it the temperature check. Like, how do you feel about this Jazz team? It's iteration right now. Um, like championship um, aspirations. Like, do you feel that needs to be changed? Like, how do you feel about this Jazz team? Um, in its uh, iteration right now. Well, I, you know, I will admit that uh, pre, I mean, if we're talking pre all-star game, right. All-star weekend, you know, I mean, I think most jazz fans, we were, you know, writing a high, like we were talking about just barely of, all right, you know, guys, we're going all the way. Nothing can stop us. You know, this is our year. Now I'm not saying that it isn't our year. I, I still think it could be our year. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been a different season, you know, post all-star game and, um, you know, not, not necessarily, you know, what we, we were used to pre all-star game. Um, but I still have very high hopes for this team. I, you know, I, I think, yeah, we might be going through a, a little bit of a lull right now, but I, you know, we've got, we've got a great schedule coming up. Uh, we're going to be playing a lot of home games and I, I expect us to make a lot of noise in the playoffs this year. Yeah. So uh, my next question for you is going to be, um, do you feel this like little lull that we just had the, that little five and five streak that the jazz just had? Um, uh, do you feel like, like, like that kind of showed you some cracks and uh, cracks, Jesus, who, uh, some cracks in the foundation, uh, I'll let you sit on that for a minute because I do want to ask Jared. Jared, uh, what are your uh, what's your temperature check about the Jazz? Well, I think Tiffany kind of hit it right on the head. It's like, um, you know, we hit a few bumps in the road, and it, I'm kind of at the same place I was at uh, when when Logan and I commented last week because it it felt I don't know. I mean, we've had a couple wins since then, but it still feels like um, you know the Jazz are just getting their feet back under them. So you know, we'll see. Yeah. Does this win tonight? Like, um, because this win, like, and Thurl said it, and I don't, I didn't really agree with him. He's like, oh, the Jazz are back. Like, it was just one of those because like this was a stomping, and the Jazz haven't had a stomping even in their wins. They haven't stomped on anybody, and it feels like almost a month. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. So I will mean- say, I will say this: what gave me a lot of um, a lot of hope, and I, t- I talked about this with AJ, uh, friend of the podcast. If you guys don't follow uh, uh, the Fit Pastor underscore. Um, he's, he's a fun guy. He's, he's kind of hilarious. Um, he, he said in particular that Zach Levine has just been on fire, especially against good defensive teams this year. And so the fact that we were able to slow, you know, his role, I thought he was going to put up 35 tonight. It was kind of nice to see, you know, the jazz lock in defensively against a really good offensive player. So. Hey, Zach, Zach Levine. Thanks for driving into Rudy a bunch of times. Um, <laughs> That was beautiful. Tiffany. So now That's we're back to That's a great segue um, for that segment for Tiffany. <laughs> um, uh, so again, um, uh, the question is, so with this little lull, uh, it has brought maybe your expectations out a little bit. Is that because like you're starting to see some cracks in the foundation or like what 
has uh, what, what was about that lull that kind of um, uh, dampered your jazz mood? Yeah, well, I think, you know, I, I'm pretty sure Coach Q is, has alluded to this in some of his post-game comments, you know, where he's talking about there's just certain habits, right, that that they were they were spot on with, you know, pre, pre-All-Star weekend, pre-All-Star game, and, and some of those habits, they just, you know, they kind of forgot uh, to do the little things, um, to play the the defense and to – um, you know, take good shots and, and run the offense and do all those things. And I, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard to, to do that, to do all those things perfectly all the time. No team really does. Um, so I think, I think there's, I think you're always going to have moments like this in the season, but the, the trick is right. Like kind of going through those lulls, figuring out what you're doing wrong, what you can do better, what you've forgotten to do and, and remedy that. Right. Right. Again, and, um, I, I don't want to rag on it because the Jazz did have a good win today, but, um, like during that lull, like a lot of things that people mentioned, and I'm not sure I agree with it or not, but like, but it does kind of like, boy, motivation's not there. Like the, the games where they, they like the wizards game and stuff where they lose, um, like some people like point to motivation or point to like energy or effort. Like the effort's just not there on, on one side of the ball. Um, do you have any of those kind of concerns? Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, I had my, my main concern too was, uh, you know, coming out slow. Um, that's just that's something that's always bothered me. It doesn't, it has nothing necessarily to do with this year's team or teams of the past. It just, it bothers me when, when the jazz come out a little slow in the first quarter and just kind of seem lackadaisical. Uh, you know, I, I, that's what I crave. I'm like, just come out, you know, swinging. That's, that's what I want to see. Uh, so I, I do feel like there's been, there's been some first quarters lately where the jazz have kind of come out slow and lethargic. And, and so that, know that'll make me a little angry but um but I think they've they've done a better job of that I I feel like they did a better job of that tonight it it wasn't necessarily you know uh perfect like I said but I I thought there was a better effort in the first quarter tonight for sure yeah I mean they they did start off slow in this game too uh they just were able to bounce back like right at the end of the first quarter and then when uh uh Joe Hogwarts Ingles um, uh, came in, uh, you know, and they're just like, he's like, we were spitting fire like a dragon. I was like, all right, thanks. Thank you, Joe. Keep touching the ball. MVP. Um, just keep Jared, shooting. Just keep, yeah, just shoot. Uh, and like, again, how I, Jared, I mean, you've been on this podcast with me for a while. Yeah, how two, two I, years, right? How ironic is it that Joel Ingles has the fastest trigger <laughs> on this jazz team now? Like, Dude, it's like, insane. Like even right. two years ago, he wasn't like anywhere near close to this fast of a shooter. It's just like that even, thing has sped up and sped up and sped up. Even three months ago, uh, uh, two months ago, like he was. There were times like he uh, at the beginning of the year, I go, Joe, why are you passing up that shot? And sure. now he touches it. Like I want to say his second or third three pointer of the game today. Uh, Clarkson gave it to him on the uh, on the uh, the not the corner three, but like the elbow. Uh, whatever mm-hmm. is out there, the you know that side, uh, the elbow of the the three point line. I can't think of the name right now, but like he caught it and just it just launched and Boom. it went 
it went yeah. through the net like it the, the net didn't move i was like what what just what? I, it sucks that it has spread to royce and bogey of all people but i was like well i mean trade-offs this the, right this is the joe i've been wanting to see for a while um but anyway back to that was just a little tangent back to the question that i asked tiff um uh, uh tiffany there um tiffany with two e's <laughs> uh jared um do you feel like I'm a like the games that like they're they're just not great on defense? Is it a motivation thing, effort thing, or opponent thing? Um, it it really kind of feels like a combination. It's it sort of feels like a mixed bag depending on the night. And I will admit that, um, you know, after after Logan was talking about how he misses like sometimes the first half and whatnot, I was kind of like, yeah, you know, I maybe I don't need to prioritize the first half as much. So. Tonight, I think I missed a portion of the first quarter, which is kind of nice because <laughs> I missed shout, the bad part. <laughs> shout out to Fat Chris and his um, uh, don't watch the first half um, uh, uh, take he has. So, um, so like so here's, Fat Chris forever. Yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. Like I, uh, uh, he's actually skinny Chris now. But um, <laughs> so here's the thing. Like the, the, I watched most of the game today. I mean, my job sometimes takes me away from it and it did today uh but i, I want to know like i'm a was it was it the jazz effort was it the jazz defense like were the jazz just giving up the same open looks and the bulls were missing it uh from what i saw and like some of the melts that they did like i was like wow they're just driving right into rudy like that's a bad idea why why would you do that but thank you uh bulls for doing that because you know he obviously had nine blocks today and um it, you couldn't kinda... I don't know if this is true, but anecdotally, you'll get, you're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to, you know, ask Tiff to confirm or deny because I'm not 100% sure if I trust my eyes tonight. But it felt like the Bulls weren't shooting as well from the outside as they as they should have been, and I don't know if that was just a function of that they were trying to drive too hard way too many times on Rudy, um, or the fact that they seemed like they were getting overconfident and they weren't getting like a lot of transition looks. I don't feel like. So that kind of and when you don't catch the Jazz in transition, their half court defense is, is going to stymie you. Uh, you know, good if unless you're an elite offensive team most of the time. What do you think, Tiff? Let's ask Tiff like a, yeah. Let's a, so to rephrase his question is like, was um uh, was it the Jazz defense? Was it just the Bulls offense not looking good, or was the Bulls? I mean, if to me it feels like the Bulls game plan was, bleh. but um uh, what did you see, Tiff? Yeah, I think it was the. It was a little bit of both. Um, it seemed to me like the Bulls were missing shots that maybe they, you know, they could have made. But I also think that the Jazz were playing better defense. And and yeah, I mean, the fact that the Bulls, part of the Bulls' game plan was to just drive to Rudy. I thought, well, okay, like go for it, you know, and good luck. But um, uh, yeah, I, I thought they, I thought they did a pretty good job tonight. And and to Jared's point, I mean. The, the half court defense that the Jazz play. I mean, if if they can get set up, uh, you know, again, good luck because they do have a, a really good defense. And if if they are on their game defensively, then uh, I think you know they're always going to have a good shot to win. Right. Like I'm and like I I think back to so the last like real I mean I sort of saw the Raptors game, but the Wizards game is the one I was able to watch at work and. Um, that one I was like I I couldn't tell if the Jazz defense was bad or like if things just went wrong and if just Bradley Bill's just that good because like there are times I'm like oh boy you know sometimes the Jazz defense lets up 
But then there's other times like, well, Bradley Bills is hitting turnarounds and just, you know, come off screens and just hitting threes. Like there's nothing you can do about that. So, um, you know, I, I don't watch it analytically like that, like I should. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll ask the, like, um, I'll ask McCade or, uh, Adam Bushman or Riley, like, um, uh, the trio nerds. And I, I say nerds <laughs> with, uh, like, um, uh, like reverence. Like, yeah. Like, nerd is always a good thing. We're in Utah. Like, uh, nerd, nerd is a good thing super smart about the stuff. I'm like, like you guys tell me what these numbers say. Hi, I'm McCoy. Hi, I'm Emily. And we're the Jazzy Gals. If you're looking for in-depth Utah jazz basketball analysis, this ain't it. <laughs> but if you are looking to discuss how great Rudy's beard looked this week, jazz Twitter crushes, or other fun pop culture things, you have come to the right place. That's right, and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And also on Twitter at Pod. Go Jazz! Go Jazz! Yeah, so the Jazz are are set to play the Nets. Uh, Tiffany, what do you hope to see the Jazz that comes from the Jazz or the Jazz play now? Um, uh, they're they're going to have some more home games. They're not going to have these tough road trips. Uh, the Jazz might get a little lucky that two or maybe even all three of the Nets' big three don't come to town um, uh, against uh, Utah on Wednesday. Um, what do you hope to see from this Jazz team from this point forward? You know. Yeah. So Kyrie's definitely not right. Is it? Uh, do we know for certain if KD or Harden's playing? I'm pretty uh, sure so two out of three are out. Yeah, so KD um, uh, was like something like um, uh, a week ago. They said he was going to be reevaluated in about two weeks or so. So uh, that 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 does say that he's probably going to be out. Uh, someone posted that Kyrie might be missing uh, the game because he has his birthday uh, tomorrow or something like that. So that'd be kind of funny that if that were, if that was the real if that was the real reason. Uh, Harden, I, and I think today somebody said Harden um, uh, has like sort of like 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 the Rudy hip contusion, right? Like did you might be it might be okay to like sit one game to like rest that hip up. And if you're going to go play Utah in Utah uh, without Kyrie and, and Harden or Ky- Kyrie and, and KD, and you're like, well, you know, uh, an extra day or two of rest might get this injury better. Harden might sit too. Sure. Yeah. Or, I am. Um, James, is James still on his, he wants his MVP flowers t- tear though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I mean, I'm excited. I th- I think having all of these home games, you know, the Jazz are playing really well at home. So I have, you know, I have high hopes for, for the rest of their home games this year. Uh, obviously, if if Kyrie and Katie and Harden aren't playing, I like their chances. Um, but, you know, beginning of the year, we, we played Brooklyn and they didn't have Katie or Harden and it was Kyrie and he lit us up. So I think we just, you know, we just have to make sure that even if the the big three uh, aren't playing, that we we don't play down to our competition. Although I guess uh, maybe Blake Griffin will be playing. Right? I, I was so. going to say like uh, Blake just dunked the other night, so um, uh, it might we might get fifty from Blake. <laughs> Who knows? Um, in the unlikely scenarios, but um, yeah. So uh, uh, they got that going on, and you, you, we hope for the next game. Um, and hopefully like, do you, do you want to see more effort? Like, do, do you feel like the effort's not there or like, I'm a, do you think that tonight right, right at the ship for the jazz? I, I think it did somewhat. Um, I still don't think that, the, I mean, I feel like, I feel like it's obvious that they aren't, you know, 
back to where they were pre all-star break. But um, again, I have high hopes that they can, they can get back to that. I mean, it was great to see a quote unquote blowout win again. Uh, you know, I think, I think us jazz fans, we were very spoiled right at the beginning of the year and, and we got used to these 20 point wins and, and we would flip out, you know, if, if we were only ahead by 10, right. <laughs> and yeah, it, sure. it's nice it's nice to get back into the swing of things and, and have a comfortable lead and, and win by 10 plus. Uh, so I, I mean, who knew, right. I, I tweeted about this earlier tonight too. Like who knew that, that a, a game against the bulls would be just what the doctor ordered. And and maybe it is, you know, who knows. Exercise the ghost of MJ from, um, uh, from us. Yeah. Um, All right. So we, we need her opinion on the, the Zach Levine, uh, weird lip thing that, was going on with the, the weird <laughs> video yeah that was that was interesting although I, I i did appreciate the the careless whisper uh music that was attached oh you utah jams utah jams is amazing <laughs> so um well so guys what was like what's the card because like um I, I remember seeing that um so when i'm editing i have a very small window where i can watch the jazz game and i'm like oh what is going on are they talking about an injury like what is this like they were on it for it did feel like like without without sound or like without. It was like hear. thirteen seconds or something. Yeah, was, I was like, this is awkward and long. And I think, yeah, I think they had called a foul on somebody. I don't remember who. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's just kind of like that weird in between where okay, the you know play stops. They called the foul, and then it was like this weird. It was zoomed in like really close onto Zach Levine's mouth, and I don't know what he was doing. It was almost like he was. You know, like I don't know if he had something on his lip he was trying to get off, or he just wanted to to lick his his goatee, or I, I don't know what. <laughs> you know, I don't um, know what. Yeah, but it was, it, it was strange. Stands out, and it was it was very strange. Yeah. I mean, you know, we it was like we, the we, camera op- operator got a request. It's like, hey, we got um, uh, Zach, Zach Levine well, right now. Like, the, <laughs> the director was like, hey, yeah, like because how a control room works is like there's like what you know ten to. 15 cameras so there's a director in there looking at all the screens trying to figure out what should be next or whatever and then it says hey oh go to camera five and they go there because like that's what they you know that's what the director does picks the best video and for some reason thought that was the best video so it's like oh okay well and camera five was asleep at the switch <laughs> and uh yeah like i'm aside i didn't know if there was a story like i'm if uh, harp and uh, a harp. Um, uh, Bowler and uh, Thurl said anything about it. I was like, oh, all right, well. And the timeline went crazy about it. And so, like, there's there's like funny viral videos. Like, I mean, it could be like the Steph chewing chewing Steph chewing on his mouth guard. Or uh, my favorite one so far is actually Luca and the uh, the girl ref, the woman ref. Um, she was like, what what foul? I'm like, oh, that's sweet. <laughs> and just like that nice little sweet little smile there. And then. Um, and then, like, and then uh, the Jazz and Bulls get Zach Levine, Zach Levine, excuse me, um, licking his chops, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally. It was. It was one of those. It was one of those things where you were kind of like, "Is this? Is this really happening right now? Like, do they know that that this camera is is on and and just focused on Zach Levine licking his lips? I mean, I don't know. It because, it was interesting. I, I appreciate those. I appreciate those random, those random shots and the memes that follow. 
Yeah, um, absolutely. They're like the most fun thing. Uh, choosing a, uh, a a page from the Jazz Gals notebook, uh, Zach Levine, does he make like your top any NBA players like in, in attractiveness? Is he hot or not? Is that the there question? Oh, that, that's, yeah. a, that's a great question. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I think he's yes. I would say yes. I, I like him better with the, the longer hair and the facial hair. Actually. I'm not, I'm not as much of a fan when he's got the baby face and the, the short hair, but the long hair and the beard, I, I, I dig it. Yep. I would say yes. Well, all right. Um, uh, for, for those, um, uh, for those, uh, thirsty jazz the ladies out there, uh, Zach Levine says, thank you. You're welcome. So, uh, for his, uh, up close looking, um, <laughs> shout out to, to Bulls Twitter, uh, Ramina, man. She, she's been on that Zach Levine love train forever. Choo choo. Um, all right. So, um, uh, some other things that have been happening in jazz land, like, um, uh, we got drama. Of course there's drama. Uh, our, our, uh, the Utah jazz favorite, Philadelphia Sun, um, uh, the the worst Australian. Uh, if 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 uh, someone put out something like the best Australian is Joe Ingles, two million something is the stingray that killed Steve Irwin, and right below that is Ben Simmons. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> I I got a good check on that. Um, and I, I don't even I'm not even part of like I have no Ben Simmons hate. You know, I'm like ah whatever the guys whatever i don't care but he did talk he's he's been talking a lot about you know the dply like miles turner has been too uh my good friend and a friend of the podcast matthew l was like has this been the most talk about dply uh ever i'm like it could be i mean in a long time i think so yeah. in, a, in a long time so um uh i think like maybe the year of gasol and lebron i don't know but um so ben simmons wants that award like every just and you know part of it is like oh maybe because they don't want rudy to get it i don't know um they they want to like tarnish Rudy's. It's a very weird thing to like Miles Turner. I think he legitimately thinks. Oh yeah, he should be in the conversation. I, I think he's sh- he's been good, really good. Yeah, I mean, he's leading blocks. I mean, he he's doing what he's doing. Uh, you know, Ben Simmons is a very good perimeter defender, and he gets the he gets the national game highlights right of like yeah. locking down Dame and stuff. So that's what he's got going for him. And then Rudy's sort of like like he he his clips don't go viral, but he has some out like the, the Raptors. Um, a sequence that's been going around on Jazz Twitter has been really impressive. Um, and uh, oh, and he has uh, nice, he has... like tonight that people like like around the league, like the NBA. Uh, I'm pretty sure the NBA Twitter handle picked up the Rudy stat line and some of the highlights from Chris Maddox even said MVP. Uh, yeah, yeah, Chris so. Maddox. Big, um, that's a big national hey, name. So, Jared, you brought this up actually. This is uh, in our pre meeting. You said you wanted to talk about. So, what are your what did you want to bring up with Rudy and Ben Simmons? Uh, well, the, the beef there seems kind of, it's kind of strange. Like, I don't understand why Ben Simmons, like first he had a problem with Donovan because they were in a, in a, an award. He seems very focused on individual awards and I don't know that that's a, that's a good thing for him, but I mean, Rudy seems to care less about that, more about team wins. So I, I would say that's a positive for the jazz. Uh, I, it just feels very weird, the back and forth, because Ben Simmons has been talking about it so much, it almost elicit, basically elicited a, a response from Rudy, because I think Rudy was kind of just ignoring it for a while. And then, then it's like, you know, he keeps getting he's getting asked these questions. So, you know, so he said something about it. And it feels like um, I, I really liked Rudy's response, personally. And I think tonight kind of encapsulated, you know, it perfectly encapsulated Rudy's response like he he let his play he he said what he said and then his play on the court tonight really just 
you know, it dictated that, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a positional guy, but I'm there to, you know, I'm there to lock down a, an entire section of the floor. You know, that's, that's my job. I play that role. You know, it is what it is. You, you can say somebody else who switches one through five or whatever is the best pl- defensive player. It just, it doesn't seem like it matters to Rudy that much, to, the narrative around things, which I think is refreshing because I think before he was letting narratives get in his head and kind of dictate how he felt about things. And it feels like, no, this is a Rudy who just, he knows who he is. And he, his offensive game tonight really shined. I mean, that turnaround shot that he, that he hit, it was insane. <laughs> that was uh, Tiffany. Tiffany, what are your thoughts about um, uh, this DPOY talk? Well, I'm, I mean, I'm a big Rudy Stan. I, I love Rudy. He's, he's my favorite player on the team. I think he's the, he's the most important piece on the team. Um, I mean, I, I think a lot of people uh, there, you know, there might be some people out there that, that believe differently and that's totally fine. Me personally, I, I think that he's, he's the most important piece, but um, I, I mean, I agree with what Jared was saying. I think it's great that he, he's to that point now where he knows his game. He knows the kind of impact that he has and he doesn't feel like he has to, you know, come out and say that he deserves it or that, you know, he should be the front runner. He, you know, he just goes out and he, he works and he, you know, he, he shows, he shows it out on the court and, I think, I think that speaks for itself. And I think if, I mean, that's, that's a tough thing, right? If, if you're not watching Rudy all the time, uh, you don't really see that. Right. But as jazz fans, we watch the games, you know, we're, we're watching intently. We, we see everything that he does and, and we are, we're homers about it and that's okay. But uh, I, I mean, I think, I think he definitely should win it this year. Um, I, I do think that, that Miles Turner has has been playing great this year, and he is leading the lead in the league in blocks. But um, I think Rudy's just overall defensive presence. Uh, I mean, he guards he guards the whole floor. I, I know that was part of Ben Simmons' thing, right? It was like, oh well, he can't guard, you know, certain positions. But I respectfully disagree with that. Uh, I, <laughs> respectfully I think, disagree. Yeah, respectfully, sort of. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, I am. I think Rudy is is overall uh, far and away the the DPOY this year. If this was a rated R podcast, she would have said, dropped a bunch of swear words and said disagree. Um, trying to keep it, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. for, for the for the children. Um, so. Um, Real quick, though, I, I do want to say this because I, I do have a point with Jared here I want to make. Um, so, Tiffany, um, uh, like, again, you know, no secret, Rudy Gobert had nine blocks tonight uh, against the Bulls. And uh, he was out there for a few minutes. I like, talked about a couple of stuff in the game before Juwan Morgan come, came in. Do you believe he was chasing uh, that 10th block? I mean, I was ho- I was hoping that he was. I, I'm just so sick and tired, right, of, of right, so much. Right players getting so close to getting these triple, these triple doubles. And then, you know, it's, it's their one away, whether it's one point, one assist, one block, whatever it might be. Um, so I was, I was hoping that he was chasing it. And, and I, I loved his comment after the game, right. Um, when he said that, you know, he, he doesn't normally chase blocks, but he saw that he had nine and he was going to chase that 10th. And, and I thought that was oh, awesome. I love how his all his teammates were hyping him up for it too. It's like, you got nine, you got nine, go. Jared, did, did you see, did hey, you, did you watch that? 
Yeah, did you watch that last part? Did you see? Did you see him chase that tenth block? Oh yeah, I did. See, I don't know what. uh, See, I I must have heard a different quote from uh, Rudy because the quote I heard was uh, when he came out. Then this is what we ran on the first uh, time or the second time. What do you mean? Uh, which time that he came out? Because he came out and we weren't sure we were going to see him again. He came out to rest, and but we had a commanding lead, so we weren't uh, sure he was going to come back or not. I don't know. So the quote that I saw, like it just ran for 15 seconds. Like he, he, I came out, didn't even know I had nine blocks, you know. And so, oh, and I was like, but that was before he, yeah, he, he came out when he got to the bench. I think his teammates hyped him up for like, you got nine, you got nine. So, and so, yeah, yeah. once they come back in. He this knew is, when he started chasing. This is part of um, uh, like there's a whole long triple double talk that um, we won't get into today, but um, it's a whole another chasing thing. Um, so I I, I do um uh, I understand where you're coming from. Like Rudy's like Rudy's saying all the right things. It's a team game, about team wins. They're all saying the same things, but then you know I got there and I watched Donovan Mitchell on a really awful shooting night, uh, try to force an assist or two against the Lakers to try to get triple double. Uh, Rudy coming in uh, a game where he probably didn't need to come into and, you know, suffering from something, a hip contusion that, um, and the, the things that these individual awards do matter to these players. Um, yeah. Maybe not Joe Ingles. Like I, I think Joe is actually one person that I don't think does care. Yeah. Like he's, yeah, he's like, like Jerry, the only one. Who has he's like Jerry Sloan. So, but I think Rudy is smart enough to like talk about, you know, where the focus is. He's got two already. Um, I, he probably does think he deserves. I mean, a lot of people do, thinks he deserves it. He probably does. Um, hey, while you're making this point, do you mind if I make sure that we shout out Sloan's categorical imperative? Because this is like the thing that he's been tracking. I've seen him consistently tracking this most of the year. Right. Yeah, we're like a thousand and twenty-nine games in. Yeah, <laughs> and um, uh, we so do. So maybe Sloan. players have seen that, and maybe they're we're, like, oh, oh I, I'm, I, I'm sure they've seen it, and, and you know, regardless, like it's a triple double is something that. You're like, hey, I got a triple double, right? Uh, it's a it's a cool thing to say, um, and so like, uh, and obviously Ben Simmons, and again, when, when you're in the back of the class, right, it's easy to talk trash because you're you're you know you're you're, and we we hope that like they're, they're, the problem is like with these you know coach of the year, six man of the year, all this stuff, um, is that there's no metrics. Like, all right, cool. This guy hit this, 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 and this this year. This guy's got to be the MVP because it it changes. And these awards usually go to the best story of the year, um, coach of the year, especially I think. And so um, uh, there's a chance that Rudy Gobert doesn't win six uh, the six man doesn't win. He definitely won't win six man of the year. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, there's a chance that Rudy Gobert doesn't win defensive player of the year because a lot of these other guys are campaigning for it and Rudy isn't. And you know, you're like, well, the media members, you know, are, are we sure the media, like Bill Simmons is a media member. I am pretty sure he has a vote and has already decided that he's not voting for Rudy Gobert, you know, yeah, that's, that's voter, true. Uh, voter fatigue yeah. or whatever, uh, hardwood para, whatever his name is. The, the guy that people uh, hate yeah, HP. HP basketball, trash right. the guy people <laughs> hate. Um, uh, he, he already said that he thinks, uh, Ben Simmons. So that's the thing is that Ben Simmons has done the right thing by campaigning for it. So, you know, not to be depressive, but there's a chance that that stuff will work. Like, Which I'd we, be fine with because I feel like they're going to get two almost regardlessly. I think it's coach of the year is Quinn's to lose and six man of the year is Jordan's to lose. So, Which, you know, some people have argued and I think I may agree that he should lose to now Joseph Hogwarts Eagles. So. <laughs> that kind of makes sense. I mean, if it's to another jazz player, like if we're, if we've got the top, if you're not pushing your Chris Bocher thing anymore, then I think we're, we're, 
in good well, season. It's perhaps Chris Boucher, and that was uh, that was two months ago. Oh, well, hey, was, hey, hey, hey. Uh, don't, don't try to out-French me. Uh, <laughs> it, it is Chris Boucher, so. Um, yeah, but I'm anglicizing it for my our audience. Castois. How he, he, that's how he pronounces his name. Like, that's how NBA announcers announce his name. It's Chris Boucher. <laughs> um, so he, uh, but that was, you know, uh, again, ch- things changed. Two months ago, I thought he was in the running. And now two months later, I'm like, I think Joe Ingles is the, the clubhouse leader. So um, and it was actually really nice to see Jordan Clarkson kind of um, uh, get off the, the, the schneid here uh, in the Chicago Bulls game. <laughs> Hey, I'm Mark. And this is Doug. What's up? And we're co-hosts of a weekly podcast on the Utah Jazz called Twos and Threes. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get podcasts on your feed every Monday morning. Mark's my big brother, and you could say this podcast is a family affair, but really we think of the jazz and jazz nation as our family. So we'd love for you to participate with us to listen, and really, let's do this together. Go Jazz. Go Jazz. Be our family. Boom. Now for my favorite part, uh, we're done. You know, you know, jazz analysis that can wait for another time. Uh, we have the great Tiffany. Tiffany, what is your uh, Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is Tiffany underscore Dawn. That's Tiffany Tiff- with T's underscore W N. Um, uh, yeah, so Tiffany underscore Dawn with two E's, Tiffany with two E's. Um, uh, you know, she's somebody that I've um, uh, been following for a while uh, on Twitter. Uh, don't want to be creepy here, but um, uh, you know, she's she's part. She's one of like these really great jazz uh, Twitter people that you follow because like she's always watching the game. She always has really good insights and thoughts, and she's funny. And she even like um, uh, she even um, gets in on uh, jazz Twitter after dark. Uh, so Tiffany, follow up on why who has to give a disclaimer about the creepy thing. You should real quick if Tiffany hasn't heard it, tell her the McCoy story. Oh right, well because this goes hand in hand with your thing today about you not knowing what people look like. So <laughs> it is true. Well, I mean, I did know what McCoy looked like though. I know, um, yes, I know, but that that's one, that's yeah. the reason you knew what she looked like. Well, you know, most everybody McCoy, else you would not have known. Right, we I, I talked about earlier like McCoy was someone that I actually had invited on to talk uh, on the early days of this, and then one day uh, before a jazz game, I was in Salt Lake. I'm hanging out with them. Add to the max, she won't listen. And um, uh, you know, McCoy walked by. I go, hey, you're McCoy, and just without thinking, I'm like, oh, I know this is like a Twitter celebrity is what I call it, right. Like I'm a, I know you from the internet. Um, and I was like, oh, and, and then I was like, and the whole thing just said, like, oh boy. Cause she, she said, it was like, and you are, or like, I'm a, she goes, yeah, who are you? Or who are you? And yeah. So I was like, uh, are you? yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was, yeah, that's it. <laughs> exactly. Um, it was, who are you? I am. And, who? Uh, anyway, so that, that was my bad. And, but, uh, I just like, I don't know. Like, the thing is that like, when I meet like Twitter celebrities or talk to them in, you know, IRL, right. I, I don't know you, but I, hey, I follow you, and I've seen your tweets. I'm impressed by your your Twitter prowess, um, I should say. And Tiffany was somebody that I was, I was like, oh yeah, like she 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 seems really funny, uh, seems I'm a, like a really cool person. Um, I won't lie to you, who we uh, I have been there as well. I mean, because we, we used to have these things called jazz tweet ups, like way back right. when. <laughs> I, I, and Tiffany and I actually and met. So, uh, uh, I want to say, yeah, yeah, we were at we were at the Bucks yeah. game, right? Was it the Bucks yep. game? All right, Bucks game. All right. Well, wow, that was a long time the ago. The day that shut, the, the day that shut down, or the day before the, the game before the world shut down. No, oh, that was the Raptors. Uh, was it? It was, it was the Raptors uh, game. 
I, well, I felt like our, our game was the last Jazz home game before the world shut down. Oh, okay. Oh, was it the Raptors game? The, 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 jazz, oh, lost, right. the jazz lost the Raptors. Kyle Lowry tore us up. Oh, you're freaking right. I'm sorry. It was, it was definitely not the... I, well, we, I, when you said Bucks, I was like, wow, was it the bogey game-winner game? I was like, oh, boy. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. I I, oh, I, I totally forgot we had gone to two different games together. I know. I, I know I'm right. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Tiffany... Um, you know, sometimes like listen to Matt, listen to Matt Brown's podcast, American Ash, and you'll see I I have this thing uh, called ADD, and we have this weird confidence about things which we should have no have no business being confident about. So, so that um, is why you were right. And and the funny thing is that I've mentioned like I'm sure I've mentioned Tiffany's tweets on here before, like oh this jazz twitter follower twitter uh, tiffany has said this really funny thing or whatever and sometimes i'll say it's terror bear and i go wait no not it's not terror bear and the only reason i think it's terror bear is because both names start with t and i'm an idiot right. so that's the only thing so right. yeah so tiffany i'm uh let's, uh let's first of all i'm uh how long have you been part of, like jazz twitter like when did you like find yourself like going oh my god like i have a lot of jazz friends uh, on my twitter space you know, I it's a good question. I mean, I've been on Twitter since 2010, so I've I mean, I've been on Twitter for a long time, but I don't think I I actually really cared about Twitter until geez, I don't know, maybe 2 3 years ago is when I was like, okay, uh, you know, I I I really started to follow other jazz fans on Twitter. I started to, you know, give opinions about the games. I just started to kind of be a part of the community. And, and, uh, so yeah, I, I wouldn't say that I, I was really, uh, engaged with the community up until two or three years ago. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been, it's been so much fun. It's, it's such a fun, it's almost like a family, right? I mean, you, we all, we all kind of know each other. Well, we may not know what each other look like, like, like you said, but, uh, at least we know, we know each other's handles and we know kind of, uh, everybody's personalities on Twitter, but, uh, yeah, it's great. It's, it's so much fun. It's wonderful to be a part of. I, I enjoy following so many, you know, so many other, uh, of our, our jazz Twitter community and, and it's super fun. It's, it, it really makes the games that much more fun to be a part of. Yeah, I am. Uh, uh, there's a funny tweet out there. I, I don't. It was just one of these viral tweets that goes, "Everybody's first Twitter experience was you sign up for it, you forget about it for four years, and you come back to it. Oh yeah, this place is actually pretty cool. Like, and that's that was honestly mine too. Like, I signed up for it like what oh five or oh six or whatever. Like right when it was still new. Like when Ash, Ashton Kutcher owned it or something like that. And um, uh, uh, yeah, and then I came back to it. You know, probably around 2010, 2011. Uh, and then slowly, yeah, got ingrained with um, news and stuff. So, um, so how long have you been like um, uh, a jazz fan? Sorry, what was that? I I cut you off. My bad. Oh no. Uh, what, what what were you saying? First? Oh, I was just saying that uh, to to your point. Like once you're ingrained with Twitter, um, you can't really go back. Yeah. You're uh, kind of sucked in. I, I want to yeah, quit Twitter, it's but hard I can't to go back. It's, yeah. <laughs> I've said something like, all right, I need to cut back on, on the time, you know, I spend on Twitter, whether that's tweeting or whether that's just surfing or whatever. And it, it it's too hard. I can't do it. It's, it's become like a part of me now. Can't do it. Um, 
So, uh, like, so how long have you been a, how, how long have you been, um, a jazz fan? You know, I mean, as, as far back as I can remember, honestly, uh, the, the funny thing is I, I don't necessarily come from a very, uh, sports happy family. Uh, I mean, no. I, I, I would, <laughs> no, Divorce. I mean, it, <laughs> it's not yeah. that my family like sports we're just like I never my family growing up we weren't like sports nuts right uh um so I don't know how I got necessarily uh so into sports I mean um I I would watch jazz games growing up uh sometimes my family would have you know games on and things like that and and uh a lot of my friends growing up were were boys and and I played a lot of basketball outside uh, in the neighborhood. And, and that's kind of, so I, I just, you know, I grew up enjoying playing it. Um, I grew up enjoying watching basketball and, and, uh, I mean, I, I honestly can't, I can't pinpoint, you know, when I became a jazz fan, it just seems like it just happened. Um, I, I remember watching, you know, the, the finals in 97 and 98 and being very, very involved and, and crying both years, just, you know, crying my, my nine and 10 year old heart out and, uh, just being very, very depressed. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I've been, a, I mean, like I said, I can't necessarily pinpoint it, but it's, it's been a long time. Yeah. Right. My first two, first two jazz memories, one involves crying. So, <laughs> so just, I, are you crying? There's no crying baseball. Um, yeah. Tiffany, uh, oh, lost my train of thought. Sorry. That was a good uh, Tom Hanks. Yes, thank you. Tiffany, uh, I know Tom Hanks always throws me off. Uh, Tiffany, too easier. Um, what, like, I'm a, like, what are your, like, your favorite memories of being a jazz fan? Like, I'm a, you know, we all had them. I'm a, it could be in-game, could be at home watching, or it could be something completely different. Like, I'm a, what are some of your favorite jazz memories? Um, you know, I... Even even though, like I just said, even though I I cried my eyes out in '97 and '98, um, those those are like the really the first you know big memories that I have of the jazz. Um, and and you know watching John Stockton and Karl Malone and and Jeff Hornacek and and those things. But um, I even even uh, some of my favorite memories too were even when uh, you know it was the the D Will Boozer memo teams, uh, you know the Money Man and watching D Will just you know drive to the hoop and and uh, Boozers and ones you know right and and give me that when he would rebound and all that stuff but um I you know I think about Jerry Sloan too um you know when he when he left the team and, and decided to, to hang it up. And, and that was a, a sad memory, but, um, but, a you know, a, a bittersweet memory, I guess is a better way to say it. Um, cause he was such a, an amazing coach and, and did so much for the, the team and the organization. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking too, even more recently, uh, one of my favorite memories is, uh, attending one of the playoff games that we had against OKC in the playoffs, right? Um, when was that? Two, three years ago, and Ricky Rubio, whiteout game, and I just, you know, and the the whole arena is chanting "push off P," and and that was just too much fun. I mean, we were just having a, <laughs> you know, having a ball, and it was it was so much fun. And honestly, I mean, this 
it, it has made me a little sad, right? Because this, this team that we have currently is just so great. And, and it hurts, you know, that there were so many games that we, we missed. Um, I'm, you know, I'm obviously very happy now that we're able to attend games, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful, you know, that even, even more fans will be able to attend games, you know, when, when we're in the playoffs and things like that. So, uh, sorry, that was, that was kind of a, I went off on a there, but <laughs> no, this is this is your portion of the show. This is all you. So yeah, this um, is getting to know you. Doing yeah. doing my best Logan impersonation here. Um, uh, Tiffany. Um, uh, uh, can't wait to um uh, attend jazz games with uh, all the jazz peeps and spit in people's mouths. So, um, <laughs> that is a that is a Logan special. Folks. That is a Logan tweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He also said. I think he said that like out loud to me one time i was like he's okay. said it multiple times uh, on this podcast <laughs> oh that's about, right it's like, on this podcast uh, yeah. yeah like we have recordings about vaccinations and stuff um yeah it, it will be because like and so here's like the crazy thing like somebody else tweeted this out and um it has lived in my brain for a while but um like you know with the way covid restrictions are being lifted across the country there's a, a chance that the jazz will be near full capacity by the time playoff time comes around and staples center We'll still have no fans. Yeah. So who knows? That could that could make a real big difference. Um, uh, uh, come playoff times, and you know, again, we're, I don't want to look too far ahead, but when you are the number one seed, and when the Jazz are playing the way they are, um, I think it's allowed to to you know have these kind of thoughts. So. Well, I'm gonna um, steal a page out of the book of of, of Ute Twitter where they always talk about overlooking the opponent and looking at the next one. <laughs> um. <laughs> Is there uh, Tiffany of the of the marquee games I guess that we have left? Is there a particular matchup that you're most interested in? I mean, I I, I was looking forward to this this upcoming game against the Nets, but now with with you know uh, Kyrie yeah. sitting out, yeah. you know, it kind of loses a little bit of the luster. Um, is, I'm sorry, real quick. Is, is it because like these are like prove it games? Like, all right, cool. Like the the eyes will be on you, and this has happened a couple times to the Jazz where. Oh, they beat the Clippers, but uh, you know Kawhi wasn't, or Paul George wasn't playing. One of those two, and then they beat the the Sixers, and Joel Embiid weren't playing, wasn't playing. Um, like this was another chance for the Jazz to probably not silence the doubters, but at least notch a really good game under their belt um, uh, and say, hey, look, you know, we just beat the Jazz, just beat um, uh, you know Kyrie, Katie, and uh, Blake Griffin. Yeah, I, I think you I think you always want to see your team go up against, you know, a full strength opponent so you can really gauge yourself against, you know, the best teams in the league. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to, you know, we've got we've got some games coming up against the Lakers and and I'm really curious to see how those go. I'm a, I'm assuming that LeBron and AD are going to be going to be playing in those games. Uh, you know, we'll see if if they add. I know there's always talk about the Lakers adding another piece, you know, before the trade deadline happens. Um, oh, but that did trigger a thought for me because uh, I just saw a Woj tweet that the Sixers cleared 2.6 million off the books so that they're under the hard cap so they can try to get somebody on the bottom. Sixers or the Clippers? Too. Or Clippers, yeah, I'm sorry. Did I say Sixers? Ugh. You did. Sure. It's the Urs team. It's right. those. Urs. Yeah, like, we're not going to get too far into that trade deadline stuff because we don't know yet. But, um, uh, yeah. uh, 
it'll be interesting to see what everybody uh, brings into there. Uh, yeah, so you know, Jazz have you know a lot of like there's a, a three game series with Memphis basically mm-hmm. uh, that we haven't seen them um, all year, and uh, Memphis is actually you know a, a team that people thought were going to be bad last year. We're going to be bad again this year, and that John Morant kid just keeps them. You know, they're, they're missing their um, second best player in, in JJJ, and they're just you know they're chugging along. They they beat the Celtics tonight, so and yeah. I can't wait for you. Triple J to be back, man. I love Triple J. Um, so Tiffany, uh, with uh, Tiffany two E's here. Uh, I just like saying that. Um, so, uh, like you have been, you've talked about. And I, I think it'd be very popular. I think I'm uh, I, I I'm gonna make a prediction that this episode of the high notes is gonna do very well because you're on it. Um, but you've thought about like I'm a, you know you you joked about making an OnlyFans today where people can just watch you, um, uh, you know, snack and watch jazz games. Yeah. Uh, yep. You you talked about doing a podcast in the past or something. Um, have you have you thought about like I'm a what? You bring to the table like boy what what would i what, I, mean, I think people would listen to you talk about anything to be honest but like what are your passions yeah i mean obviously i'm i'm passionate about the jazz and 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 everything involving the jazz uh you know i i i love the analytical side and and all of those things but that's probably not my forte so i don't know that i would spend a whole lot of time on stats and on those kinds of things, but I'd love to just, I don't know. I, I think it's fun to just talk about, yes, talk about the games and talk about the players and, but also, you know, just kind of the, the culture that surrounds, surrounds the team, surrounds uh, everything that we talk about, right. On, on jazz Twitter, uh, right. you know, what players are hot, what players are not, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, random memes, you know, that people create and make and, and, you know, what's going on with the players, you know, what's, what are they, what are they posting to their social medias? You know, what kind of funny videos are they, are they showing between, between themselves, you know, at, at practice or, uh, in the, the cold tub, you know, or things like that. But, um, it, it would, you know, if I, if I ever did anything, it would be a very casual, it would be a very casual, uh, conversation, uh, nothing, nothing, no, no, like crazy stats like David Locke or, or anything like that, but yeah, just more of a, a pretty chill, a pretty chill conversation. That's uh, fun. Have you considered you're looking at for co-hosts now then? Hey, she's putting out a, a real, yeah. she's putting out the word people. Well, I was going to say, um, I'm on the, I'm on the phone right now with them, uh, at real McCoy and uh, like, I think we're working on deal. So McCoy, <laughs> if I trade you, um, uh, Jared Barker for a first round pick. I will also pay for your soda for three years because I will use my first round pick on um, uh, on Tiffany here. To bring hey, on you're, no, you're supposed to send three first three first rounders with me because I'm a, I'm a most definite salary dump. So, well, yeah, you know, I'm giving the I, I'm giving the Jazz Gals. <laughs> well, I'm, that's a draft day reference if, in case anybody didn't. <laughs> right? Yeah, like I, who I, I, who. I that's who's jam. Who's a, who is the big biggest draft guy guy I know, and then uh, he the movie he, not even he, like not yes. even draft. Well, um, <laughs> but Moneyball with who is referencing Moneyball, which is probably my one of my favorite sports drafting movies. So. Um, but yeah, Tiffany, that that, that sounds great. I'm sure. Um, uh, wherever you land, um, uh, you know, if you want to come back on and talk about stuff with us. You are you are more than welcome to. Like I'm, uh, I, I'm gonna leave here. Hold on a second. I am metaphorically putting a fourth chair down uh, at our round table, 
And uh, you are, this is, I'm going to put here, I'm writing your name with two E's here, putting it on the metaphorical chair. You are welcome to come back and um, uh, uh, talk about all that stuff uh, with us jazz fans. That'd be great. I I mean, you guys are awesome. Uh, I enjoy following you all. And and yeah, I would, I would love it. I think that would be very fun. Following us and then also unblocking somebody. Um, <laughs> hey, 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 come on. You don't have, don't throw her under the bus. That's no, just, I, 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 I can I either confirm or deny why, why that happened. So, uh, <laughs> honestly, I thought um, it was funny too. So, um, <laughs> So, like, but do you have uh, like do you have other interests? Like, I'm a, like, I'm a, are you into Marvel? Are you into Disney? Are yeah. you into, like, dude? Do you follow? Yeah, me? I... <laughs> I'm asking the question, Jared. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I, I do have a nerdy side. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm currently part of a, a Twitter group that talks about all things uh, WandaVision and and uh, the Falcon or the you know the Falcon and Winter Soldier, Soldier and uh, you know, Mandalorian. Yeah, I I've, I've got my nerdy side. I'm I'm not afraid to talk about about those things either. Um, yeah, well, uh, we're running long, but I do want to hear because I'm uh, we literally had this. Why we? I mean, him and I literally had this on a different podcast. First episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Without spoiling it for anybody, um, what were your thoughts? Like a you know, a very quick thought on it. Uh, yeah, it it. You know, it's very different from WandaVision. Um, it doesn't really have anything to do with, you know, the magic and, and all that stuff. But uh, I thought it was good. It, it it almost, to me, it seemed more of, of like a movie. You know, it had more of a movie feel than a, a TV show feel. Um, uh, you know, lots of action kind of packed into into the first half of the episode um, to get you, you know, excited. Um and uh but i yeah i think it's i think it's gonna be good i, I mean i'm a i'm a big sebastian stan fan um then i'll put him in the hot category but um <laughs> oh, uh, yeah I, I was uh i was impressed with the first episode and yeah i'm, I'm excited to watch more I, i'm a little bummed that it's only going to be uh six episodes uh, is what i hear but um yeah, I was kind of stoked with the less. It felt like less credit bloat on the runtime, which is it nice. It did. Yes, it did. That That's a good point. It, it was definitely, yeah, the credits were less uh, dominating, if you wanted to yeah. say that. Yeah, WandaVision. Oh, 45 minute episode. Oh, wait, 20 right. of those, uh, credits. That's right. I <laughs> forgot about that. Every week, every week was a, was a, was a new disappointment. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I'm a great. I'm, I just I'm, uh, want to give you. Uh, I actually have s- some thoughts that you'll hear on Sports Beat After Hours, and you'll hear on the Geek Gods. Shout out to other podcasts I'm part of. J <laughs> um, uh, Rod, uh, this is your time now. Um, uh, time to bring the hammer here. Bring the hammer. <laughs> you mean the Clarkson Corner or what? Well, I think Whatever the new segment, bring, the new segment that when Tiff comes on, we're gonna have to do hot or not with Tiff. <laughs> With two E's. Yeah. Because yeah. honestly, that just, I don't know, that just seems like it would work. <laughs> um, so in terms of the Clarkson Corner, we're going to have to honestly shift the Clarkson Corner over to, to Joe Ingles. Because Joe, has, as we discussed earlier and probably right. discussed last week, he's just hold been on, letting Hold on a second. Out. Hold on a second. Uh, and folks, I'm, uh, now uh, Jared Brock is here with the Ingles Igloo. Yeah, yes. yes. I'm very good that at naming is, things on the spot. That is so good. Yeah, you you really are. It's that was 
fantastic. Um, yeah, he just goes down to Antarctica instead of going to Australia. You know, it's kind of like on the way, I guess. <laughs> it's just a detour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's not even that much of a detour, right? No. Same hemisphere. Um, well, I mean, Joe Ingles has just been... He's been killing it lately. Uh, we've all been talking about how fast his shooting stroke is, uh, <clears throat> among other things. Hashtag Jasper after dark. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know it. And I don't know. For the fun Joe Ingalls thing of the week, there was a there was a headline of a title by our friend Adam Bushman, friend of the pod, who we had who we had on last week i don't know if adam did the title but i just thought this sounded kind of fun joe ingles and fine wine you get the idea of improvement with age yeah and Mm. shout out to adam that was just solid work man that will segue into um uh so logos out here so i'm gonna take some shout outs here but first shout out to utah jazzman 47 uh for the tweet joe ingles is currently 104 of 209 from three three on the season so if he makes his very next three-pointer he'll be shooting exactly 50% from three on nearly six attempts a game. So that's not exactly the tweet, but that's what, you know, the gist of it was. So like, he'll be shooting exactly 50%. Uh, Joe Ingles leading the, uh, uh, the league in effective field goal percentage. Very good. Uh, see who else is here. Um, uh, let's say, Oh, you know, you know uh, at CJ real hoops one, he's always really good at, uh, um, you know, tweeting jazz stuff. He has a lock talking about Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, you can only dream of having this kind of impact. I read that in the David Locke voice. I think that was pretty good. Um, and then, yeah, uh, the, those are the, you know, tra- Travis, L- Trav L. Cox, um, who, who we're going to have on here one day. Uh, of course, his jazz win were the best ever. Always, always a good gag. And then um, uh, Riley Geisman, who I, uh, our, our, our guys, uh, 11, who I got to meet for the first time, IRL, um, uh, this weekend, and he actually learned to pronounce my name correctly, so that was kind of nice. Um, Tiffany, uh, this is like you know, your time here. I'm a, you know, how do you feel about? Is this your first, uh, you know, podcast appearance? Uh, no, actually, it is not my first podcast appearance. It <gasps> is my, <laughs> it is my second, second, mm. third. Yeah, I, so many now that you can't even remember. Can't even keep them all straight. So many. So many. <laughs> so, you know, if, if you want us to be your side pod, we'll, we'll be your side pod. Um, so well, I'm a, there's the episode of Jazzed, right, with Matt Sanchez. Yep. yep. Uh, he does oh, great work. He does great right. work. I, I want him to come back. He He's busy, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah he, he reached out to me not too long ago to see if I if I would hop on a podcast with him again. And, and uh, yeah, I think he's just... He's just got some stuff going on, but uh, I think I'll be on his podcast again soon. Uh, it, it was interesting. Our my first podcast with him was was right after everything went down with the pandemic last year, and that was the, what we talked about pretty much the entire podcast was the one year anniversary all in COVID. So crazy how times have changed. Right, that is wild. Uh, uh, the Jazz are winning. Um, uh, the 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 Jazz are healing. Um, yeah. Uh, and so Tiff, I'm a, you know, again, uh, the, the fourth medical, ch- medical chair is metaphorical chair, excuse me, is uh, set out for you. Please come back. I'm a, thank you for being such a great follow. Th- thank you for, um, uh, you know, your, your jokes and your insight and being a nerd. So it was great to, you know, have someone to talk nerdy stuff with, uh, again, follow her at 
Tiffany uh, with two E's underscore Don. That's Tiffany with two E's underscore Don. Uh, and um, you know what, guys? Uh, Great I, ad read, who? Great ad read. Thank you. Very I, good. <laughs> that's it. Uh, and we'll see you guys next time. I hope you guys enjoyed our super long pod here. Boop, boop.